Welcome back. I'm Karen, founder and managing director of Orchid Leadership Coaching and Consultancy Limited, encouraging you to embrace the leader within. Whether you are a CEO leading a company, an executive leading a team of innovators, an emerging entrepreneur, or a working or stay-at-home parent leading the family and home, now's the time to embrace the future. Empower the new you. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 6 of Enlightened Leadership Coaching Snippets, a new season of podcasts linking to empowerment, mindfulness and well-being within leadership. In this episode, we'll be deep diving into entrepreneurship, reprogramming the mind. If you missed our earlier episodes, don't worry. They're available to download on numerous major podcast platforms, do ensure to subscribe or follow so not to miss out on future upcoming episodes. Getting back to today's episode, focusing on entrepreneurship, reprogramming the mind. When we think in terms of entrepreneurship, what comes to mind? Perhaps an innovator of new ideas, new products, new ways of working, Perhaps greater flexibility in work hours. Perhaps a giving up of the nine-to-five job and setting up for oneself in business. What triggers emerge when you think of an entrepreneur? Of the journey involved in entrepreneurship? Does entrepreneurship excite or scare you? Do you have what it takes to become an entrepreneur? Note that I didn't use the term successful entrepreneur. Do you possess the tenacity, the self-motivation, the resilience and agility to consistently pivot in what could be a changing marketplace? If not, can that be changed? Can we unlearn and then learn what it takes, and in essence, reprogram ourselves into being a model entrepreneur. Can we make those necessary adjustments in our mind and brain that will permit us to move forward, to leap in when the entrepreneurial opportunity arises, instead of to fold even before the idea has fully emerged? These are ideas we will fully discuss in today's podcast and hopefully come out the other side perhaps inspired to at least contemplate that nagging idea that is tugging at us from the back reaches of our mind. If you are currently running a startup business, contemplating embarking upon giving up on the nine to five to branch out on your own, if you have ideas new products, new processes that are screaming to emerge onto the marketplace. Perhaps you are an emerging or an establishing entrepreneur. Keep listening as we deepen our awareness and discuss the entrepreneurial journey. So let's dive a little deeper. In its most simple and most understood terms, Entrepreneurship consists predominantly of the readiness 
and conscious decision to develop, organise and run a business enterprise, along with bearing most of the risks and uncertainty that accompany beginning a startup or new business from scratch. An entrepreneur is the person who thinks outside the comfort zone and who takes on that risk through incredible initiative. An innovator, a source of new and inspiring ideas, goods, services or business procedures, beyond being willing to risk loss in order to make a profit or income, there can be additional meaning derived from being an entrepreneur. Someone who not only applies innovation, agility and resilience, but also has the foresight to remain steadfast and self-motivated to push on, even when the environment dictates otherwise. Someone who is a go-getter, especially when applied to the independent business owner, or someone beginning an initial startup with limited funds, also equated with possessing an entrepreneurial spirit. In essence, to an earlier question asked, entrepreneurship should both excite and scare us. If it doesn't scare us, then we are not embarking upon anything new. For it involves treading into new territory, stepping well beyond our comfort zone, and takes us to unknown and uncharted territories, often with great risk and uncertainty. When considering embarking upon a new entrepreneurship venture, there are certain questions we can ask ourselves before diving in with both feet. Firstly, we need to establish our big why. Why do we want to embark upon being an entrepreneur? What drives our passion? What will keep us showing up each day? It's our passion, our belief, that will drive our why, even in the most stressful of times, of which there will be many. It will be that same passion that will help drive us beyond those stresses, those fears, and to a place of discovery, belief, and hopefully growth and success. Potential clients or customers will see our passion shine through, but inevitably they will also see if it doesn't exist. So this is an essential question to have with ourselves well before we dip our toes into the entrepreneurial journey and to ensure we are diving into something we can maintain and sustain our passion for. This is an area I began with when contemplating branching out on my own and seeking the entrepreneurial pathway. Long before undertaking to legally register my new business, I conducted a lot of inner work as to my big why, plus realigning my inner values to match in with aspirational business values. Then putting my big why to the test by making a business map to simply identify some core areas of where I was, where I wanted to be, and to review what would take me there. Being convinced, I then worked through a detailed action plan to fully scope out service provision, my ideal client avatars, and key pain points and solutions that my services could provide, before then creating the big business plan. This initial process takes time. 
as well as judging if you have even the basic financial capital to carry you through the initial phases of the entrepreneurial journey. Give yourself the time to anticipate the nature of change and pivotal transition you're about to embark on. We may also consider, is our idea good enough? Original enough? Will it generate me revenue? We might also ask questions linking to the market or environment in which we are choosing to operate, contemplating size and price points, demographics, needs of the current market, location of market communities and knowledge of potential competitors. Also thinking about the timing of emerging as an entrepreneur or establishing a new business in relation to the market or environment. For those of us who grew up with the game of Monopoly, we need to ask what share of the market are we starting with and where do we envisage growing to? Our idea, service or product may be unique to us, yet is there a distinct market for it to nurture, establish and grow? Would that process involve steering customers or clients away from other service providers or brands? It's about choosing something we both believe in and can gauge other people's buy-in. Before then growing in strength and extending market value and worth, whilst aiming at playing in the bigger marketplace. We also need to ask about people within our entrepreneur scope who can help us, who can be part of our vision, our team. Although we initially may wish to or have to do everything ourselves in the beginning stages, at some point there comes a decision about diversifying, about initial outsourcing of some of the smaller tasks to give you more time to spend on the important aspects of growing a business. And then about building the ultimate team who share your vision mission and objectives and who can support the natural expansion necessary to build success. Another consideration is distribution. Whether of a product, idea or service, there needs to be thought given to how it reaches our customer or client. It's not just about the creation but also about the delivery. It's also about how people, our future clients, will find our product or service, and indeed, how they will find us. Remember, we also represent our own brand, and in fact, we very often are the brand, and as such, we are our biggest asset. This may include branding and marketing strategies to build our presence and to help our future clients or customers know who we are, our service, our product, and how to reach us and what we provide. A further question to consider is our level of self-motivation and durability. Or in essence, creating a future-focused mindset with an ability to foresee what potentially lies ahead in five years, 10 years, or even 20 years into the entrepreneurial journey. Long-term durability may include strong branding, strong presence in the marketplace, strong marketing and digital networking, and knowing when to scale your emerging business to take it from emerging to establishing 
to establish. Equally, our level of self-motivation can leverage our durability into the future. If we are our own leader, we need to have the capacity to self-motivate, to lead to tolerance, perseverance, resilience and agility. Equally, we need to also ask, have we identified a unique opportunity that others haven't yet leveraged? Is there a secret ingredient that gives us an edge as an emerging entrepreneur or new business owner? We also need to review our tolerance for pain or our stubbornness or capacity to view beyond it. The pain of no monthly salary, of potential failure, of letting ourselves or others down. The pain of doing every job ourselves initially, particularly if we're the founder, from admin to marketer to salesperson to self-counselor and coach and leader of one's own business as a CEO or managing director. If we possess a high pain tolerance or are stubborn enough to be able to view beyond the pain towards the future, then perhaps entrepreneurship may just be an attractive proposition. This is a question that entrepreneurs may repeatedly ask. Indeed, I do. Thankfully, as a child, I was always quite stubborn, incredibly so. And I think some of the positive aspects of that trait have stayed with me well into adulthood and continue to serve me well, especially if to disprove those who discourage or say such an entrepreneurship journey is not viable. Leading on from this, we need to ask ourselves in the initial stages, are we okay with failing? Because there will be failure at various points in the journey. This is where our lessons emerge and where we grow as budding business entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurship is a journey that comes with repeated failure, trial and error, sleepless nights and lots of work that might not lead to direct results or success. Our solace is to continually learn from our mistakes and try again until we accomplish our aims. Not failing is not an option. We need to be comfortable with failure and constantly express and try new ideas, even if they don't work. Doubting ourselves is often what holds us back. To be successful, we need to learn how to fail, learn and indeed move forward. I encourage us to ask ourselves, does failure or the thought of failure spur us on to do better, to work even harder, to create out-of-the-box solutions and to learn from our experiences? Or does it send us into a tailspin of constant fear? It's helpful to do a little inner work here and to perhaps internally assess how our responses have been in relation to past failures or challenging experiences, to view our readiness for entrepreneurship. Feedback from those closest to us can help us in this vital process, pre-embarkation of emerging as a potential entrepreneur. Learning how to turn uncertainty into a plan for success is what builds successful entrepreneurs and businesses. Ultimately, we need to review if we are ready for change. 
for inner transformation, as certainly the journey brings about great change. This may include changes in our routine, our expectations about ourselves and our capacity, a realignment of our values and the values or ethics we wish to portray to others, a realignment of priorities, of how aspects of our life integrate or harmonise together. This is something I can fully engage with, as my entrepreneurial journey has indeed created great change and inner transformation. Throughout the last 18 months, I can honestly say that everything, every aspect in my life has changed, including me. Entrepreneurship will continually develop us into the person we are meant to be, if we love what we're doing. But beware, it can also leave us bitter and feeling hopeless if we aren't ready and willing to commit to the journey. It is a commitment to be interrupted by what entrepreneurship needs from us, because we ultimately started the journey for a reason, our big why, our passion, we should always go back to our core reason, our core why and passion to remind ourselves of why we are entrepreneurs. A final consideration is how will we feel if we don't take the leap into entrepreneurship right now? Or a year ahead if we don't take this opportunity to act? How will we feel in a year, in five years? Or in 10? If the answer is fine, then perhaps the timing or the journey itself isn't for you. However, if there is a sense of potential regret or missed opportunity, or a feeling of misery of being in the same sedentary position as if perpetually treading water, then perhaps this is a journey worth embarking upon, or at least thinking about. To sum up the questions we might ask ourselves as we embark upon an entrepreneurship journey, this brings up certain characteristics associated with being an entrepreneur. Resilience, being a good communicator, being focused and highly driven towards taking opportunities. Self-motivation, the ability to take risks. Innovation, a visionary with leadership capacity being open-minded with an ability to bring out-of-the-box solutions, flexibility and versatility, as well as being willing to leap way outside the comfort zone, and of course knowing your why, your passion, and being a go-getter in what you enjoy doing. So, we've asked all the questions. We've reviewed some of the characteristics. What if we feel we don't quite measure up? What if our mind convinces us that we are not up to the task? Do we give up? Many do just that. Can our mind be trained or reprogrammed into an entrepreneurial mindset? Quite simply, yes. We can reprogram. We can create what we feel doesn't presently exist and enable it to stick so that we can grow and reveal the necessary mindset that an entrepreneur requires to firstly begin and then to succeed. Many successful people 
ranging from Fortune 500 CEOs to world-class athletes, focus in on their goals with great specificity. Through the processes of reprogramming the subconscious mind, through mindfulness practices, such as meditation, affirmations, visualizations, breathing exercises, and other such effective techniques. Our subconscious mind stores information linking to our beliefs, memories, skills, life experiences, as well as images, all of which have the capacity to trigger emotions. Though there is no real ability to affirm real from perceived. Therefore, it is reasonable to also suggest our subconscious plays an important role in our decision-making, our goal-setting, and actions we choose to take or not to take. As emerging entrepreneurs, we often sabotage our success by allowing our limiting beliefs to determine our growth capacity. One of our most valuable tools as an entrepreneur or business owner is to add the ability to reprogram our subconscious mind, to replace limitations and fears with empowering thoughts and affirmations to allow us to achieve potential success. An affirmation is the practice of fostering a positive belief, often by writing down statements in the present tense, to ground the belief in the here and now. The process involves repeating new thoughts and images to rewire our subconscious for success rather than anticipated failure, and is most effective when we repeat a set of positive statements whilst linking them to a particular positive feeling and images. Similarly, meditation can train the subconscious mind by creating the space and capacity to focus on a singular thought or activity. Whilst controlling our breathing, meditation can help us to develop and sharpen our focus and to open doors for opportunities to be revealed and realised. Remaining in the science for a moment, one of the cognitive biases involves our brain searching for evidence that confirms and strengthens our pre-existing beliefs. If dwelling on a negative thought, our brain would most likely perceive any incoming information as a confirmation of that negative belief and will encourage you to act accordingly. Knowing this can prepare emerging entrepreneurs when trying to harness positivity in comparison in the direction they wish to take. One of the most effective ways to reprogram our subconscious mind is by visualizing specifically that which you wish to achieve. And as part of that visualization, seeing the specific action, task or positive situation as having been done successfully. Writing goals down specifically as SMART goals is a clear means of programming. Acting to give our subconscious mind a visual reminder of what we need to do towards our dream entrepreneurial journey and the means to start working towards that positive dream. Engaging in positive self-talk provides a similar reprogramming technique as found in positive affirmations. Though we may not realize it, we spend more time talking to ourselves than anyone else. 
It's whether we listen in carefully and direct that talk that is a question. The things we tell ourselves can determine our mood, emotions, attitude and directions. Taking control of that inner discussion can enable you to ultimately take back control and allow your subconscious mind to believe and begin working towards positive outcomes, despite any unknowns or fears within the environment. Finally, behaving as though our dream, action, task or situation has been successfully fulfilled projects positive change. Enabling our subconscious mind to feel what it's like will get it attuned to the new reality, whereby this projected reality will begin to shape itself in our entrepreneurial journey. A challenge I lay before you. Take measure of your entrepreneurial mindset. In what ways are you preparing to embark upon entrepreneurship? Or if already an entrepreneur, in what ways is your current mindset supporting your journey? Which areas of reprogramming that we discussed held your interest? Would you like to explore some of these areas further? What additional steps would you like to take in your entrepreneurial leadership journey? Feel free to share some of your follow-up actions with me on any of my social media platforms or alternatively share a comment with me right here after listening. I look forward to our next podcast session where we will be deep diving into brand yourself forward, rediscovering the new you. So make sure you tune in and engage with me after the session about your thoughts and personal takeaways. Until then, please remember, if this podcast episode added value to your day or evening, download it, share it with your colleagues and friends, and of course, ensure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss out on future episodes. And remember, embrace the future, empower the new you, Awaken the leader within and let's take back control of our aspirations. Thanks for listening.